you, but we are also following more breaking news this morning out of the Texas Panhandle. The Smokehouse Creek fire, which we've been talking about this morning, it has now gotten larger. It is now the second largest fire in Texas state history, scorching over 500,000 acres. Now, these fast moving flames, they're very clearly from the video we've seen making for terrifying conditions. Look. So this fire is now uh, more than the size, more than half the size, rather, of the state of Rhode Island. It's burning so fast that it's scorching the equivalent of 150 football fields every minute. And that's just one of five fires that it's burning in the panhandle right now. Several communities have been forced to evacuate already. Many are without water. And this morning, John spoke with a pastor of one church in Texas that is sheltering over 200 people now. Most of the people that have come in, they have lost everything. And we even have people here that are helping to help with the community that have lost everything, but yet they're here showing compassion and love to one another. Seeing hmm. as Lucy Kavanaugh, she's on the ground for us in Amarillo, Texas. That's right. Well, let me set the scene for you. We are in Amarillo, Texas, where there is low visibility, extremely high winds. Uh, all of that uh, due to the five wildfires burning in the surrounding areas. Now, the air here is still full of smoke. It burns your eyes. It burns your mouth and throat. Um, residents are being encouraged to stay inside, to keep their pets inside. This is also one of the areas that folks who can get here from neighboring counties are being encouraged to come here for evacuation. We actually visited a shelter late last night. They're bringing in more cots to make it more comfortable to people who have sought uh, refuge and shelter here. Governor Greg Abbott issuing a disaster declaration for 60 counties. That's six zero. And as of this morning, that blaze exploding to more than 500,000 acres. Now the Smokehouse Creek fire, that's the largest of the five that's burning, being described as the second largest in Texas history. Now, a lot of these areas are rural. That means it's not just people that are impacted, but ranches, wildlife. There was some dramatic footage of uh, horses and other animals trying to flee the smoke and the flames. The main facility that disassembles America's nuclear arsenal is located about 17 miles, miles pardon me, from where we are standing. That is the Pantex plant. That had to shut down on Tuesday. It is back online as of Wednesday morning. Uh, meanwhile, the city of Fritch, one of the areas that was evacuated, uh, residents were asked to limit uh, the water use so that fire trucks could be filled. Um, they are also, that city, asking for outside help to bring their water system back on online after that massive wildfire knocked out power there. Uh, Canadian Texas, another area that was very hard hit by the blaze, one of the motel owners there told CNN that it looked like Armageddon. All of the trees are covered in white ash. The local hospital there had to evacuate um, all of their patients due to the fire on Tuesday. Uh, in other parts of the panhandle, people had to take shelter in schools, in churches, not safe enough just to stay home. The blaze uh, just so powerful there. Now we are learning those fires spreading to neighboring Oklahoma. Back to you. Right, thanks to Lucy Kavanaugh for that report.
We're now joined by Brooke McQuitty. She is in Childress, Texas, forced to evacuate from her town uh, in her mother's home was burned. Brooke, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Just walk us through what you went through the last 24 hours. Yes, thank you. In the last 24 hours, myself, my mother and my son, along with many friends and family were evacuated from Canadian Texas although some had to stay behind because roads closed after we, my family, actually left. Um, we had to evacuate to the neighboring town. As we got there, we all stayed around, watched, waited, and were evacuated from that town to the next neighboring town where the same thing happened, and then we were evacuated to the next neighboring town. So we've been outrunning the smoke and outrunning the fires all while sitting and waiting to hear what's happening back home what's happening to our friends and our family that are still caught inside the city limits of Canadian, where they were told to gather at the football field and the high school um, and to shelter in place. We were looking a moment um, ago. Many at of some lost of the, their homes. Yeah, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, Brooke, but I was, we were looking at uh, some of the pictures you had taken and shared with us moments ago, just this, this bright orange, everything on fire. Your, your mother at one point said it looks like Armageddon. Can you just describe what you were looking at? It went from smoke billowing in that was white to then sunshine coming through that looked like we were engulfed in flames all around to then it got very dark and gray. And as we were leaving, we could turn around and it did. It looked like Armageddon. It looked like our town was just being engulfed in black and it was just disappearing right before us as we were walk driving in our rearview mirrors. We all were wondering, what is this? What's going to happen? Are we going to be able to return? Is there going to be anything to return to? Do you have any reports about your homes? Do you know if there's something to return to? Myself, my home, I am able to return to. It is safe. My mother's home, unfortunately, has burned to the ground and there's absolutely nothing left. She's lost everything. Um, many of her neighbors on the street locust that she lives on have lost theirs. I do know that our, her neighbor, which is the sheriff, uh, Brent Clapp, across the street lost his home as well. Um, the neighbors to both sides, one house is standing, the other house is also gone. Um, it seems that inside city limits, houses are okay, but if you lived on the out, right on the outskirts of the city limits, the fire engulfed many of those homes. My son's best friend, um, she and her family lost their home. So it's, we, we, we have confirmation um, that highways are open back into Canadian so residents can return home. Um, North Plains Electric has crews coming to Canadian and Glacier to begin restoring power where it's out. Many do not have power. Um, and we will be returning as soon as we can to go assess damages, hug our friends, hug our families, and be thankful that we are all alive and start rebuilding. We are so sorry for your mother that she lost her home. 
but you have each other and, and you have her and you got her out safely and, and I imagine that's what's truly important. Do you know of anyone, is anyone missing as far as you know? Did everyone you know get out? Have you been able to account for everybody? As far as I know, yes, everyone is accounted for. I do not know of any casualties. Um, we did have enough time to evacuate. And then, like I said, if you didn't make it out, then everybody knew a place to go.